0: Oh, mm-hmm. my Welcome to another episode of Raju Bunga Podcast. As always, it's me, Raju.
1: And I'm Podcast. And I'm Bunga.
0: On today's episode, we have a special guest. Our guest today is an artist and a record producer with songs that have been heard around the world and music videos that have been viewed millions of times over on YouTube. When he's not making chart toppers, he's making us laugh on his Instagram. You know him. You love him. Hi, Waseem Stark.
2: You need to send that little write-up to my wife because... (laughs) I don't don't get that kind of admiration anywhere.
1: (laughs) What the fuck is up? Yeah, that's the best intro that we've ever given anybody. How come my wife didn't get that kind of intro? You gave your wife your
0: own intro, and you didn't say none of that. That's not my fault.
1: There's the problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: What's up, guys? Hey, man, how's it going? Thanks for being here. Man, thank you so much for for having me. I I should tell you that this was, it was so awesome that, that I was approached to do this because I do this anyway with like with my friends and like my family and I'm like so I'm so glad that there is now an official platform for me to just like word vomit all of my thoughts and nobody wants to hear so thank you
0: we want to hear them that's awesome yeah. yeah you're welcome it's you know there, you know there was like on Twitter there was like this thing going around it was like what's a compliment but really isn't a compliment right and a compliment that I hear often that's like really not a compliment is people go. Oh, so you do a podcast about Charhan
1: <laughs> I feel like I'd be less embarrassed if I did porn. <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah, yeah we, we've yeah.
2: seen you. <laughs> it made more, so yeah. It made more sense that way.
0: <laughs> so, it's you. yeah. So, yeah. tell us your thoughts. What do you think about Charhan? Okay, so
2: man, do, <laughs> where do I begin? Okay. I'll start off with this, right? Because I think if we're going to approach Shah Rukh Khan, there's two distinctions that have to be made, right? Like one, I think you watch, like I watch Shah Rukh Khan movies for the same reason I watch The Rock Mm -hmm. in an action movie. Like I'm not watching The Rock for like some in-depth portrayal of life or even reality. You know, he's just so big and muscular, it's ridiculous. You're like, you know what? I will watch this. Like, so I watch, I watch Khan for the same reason I, I watch WWF. Like, mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous, but so entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. you have to put that filter on. Because if you take that filter off, nothing, like, no, no work that he's done actually reflects like good performance. You're like, what? Like, what is this? Like, if you take that lens off, you're like, this is this is a waste of everybody's time. But if you put the lens on, and now you're in this like bubble where reality and like normalcy doesn't exist well now you have a good performer which brings me to my second point and that's why I think like what Shahar Khan does like I think what he's done really well is create this like mythical land where like trauma is celebrated normalcies don't exist there's no boundaries like just you do dumb shit for no reason and you just accept so like I think he's done that so well. People have other actors have tried, right? Mm-hmm. Like Salman Khan tried, it mm-hmm. didn't work. Mm-hmm. We all noticed his crop tops, the belly button ring wasn't working. Everybody was like, "This is weird." <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, right? It, it didn't work. Rithik is still trying, and mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for Rithik in my in my heart. So we're going to push, put him aside. Tiger Shroff mm-hmm. is still trying. You <laughs> know what I'm mean? saying? He's still trying, but it doesn't yeah. work. But Shahrukh Khan did it, and he did it well. So I think like. So there's two lenses, you know what I'm saying? Like the real world Wasim is like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. But the Wasim that watches WWF and is like, oh shit, they really threw him off the ladder. You know, that, that Wasim is like, this is damn good acting. You know, yeah. he, is, he is an entertaining man. Yeah, I
0: think that's such a good way to put it. It's like if you have your corny goggles on, he's great. Yeah. And yeah. once you take off your corny goggles, you're like, oh, no, I cannot tell people that I watched oh. this man my entire life. Yeah. yeah.
1: I had a thought recently that like when we started doing this, we compared Shahar Khan to like Tom Cruise. Yeah. But I don't think he's a Tom Cruise. I think he's a Will Smith. Like he was popping in the Ooh. 90s and the 2000s. I'm rooting for mm. him every time his movie comes out uh-huh. and I get disappointed. Cause Will Smith hasn't made a banger in like a decade. Yeah, I'll give you bad boys for life. Cause like, you know, I love it. Right, But other than that, like, I'm just like Will Smith, but I don't blame Will Smith for some reason I blame Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah. And I don't think I should, <laughs> I think I owe Shah Rukh Khan an apology.
2: No, well, you know what it is? I think like, I think like the, the actors of like that, like, you know, like people always age out of their own, their own narrative. You know, like I think Will Smith, I think he like works for the legend that was Will Smith, mm-hmm. you know, like he's yeah. just like, I'm Will Smith from, I'm Will Smith. You know, and I think Shah Rukh Khan is the same person. <laughs> yeah. Like Shah Rukh Khan is like, who's on Letterman? The, yeah. He's like, I work I work for the myth of Shah Rukh Khan. Like, yeah. So I think that's very accurate. Like, I think he's, people are still holding on to that DDLJ Shah Rukh Khan. And he just kind of <laughs> it's kind of sad. He just kind of like hopelessly just works to live up to that, to that vision.
0: Yeah, that was really sad. When he said that, when he was like, <clears throat> you know, my yeah. real life, I'm very, I'm like very private. I'm quite shy, but I just have to do this because I work for the myth. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that is really, really sad. Imagine
2: if he was like really problematic in real life. Like, imagine if he was like just very misogynistic and like <laughs>
0: like a real-life Gulshan Grover.
2: Yeah, just like, what if he was just like, like Raichan? Like the actual Yash Raichan in real life. (laughs) Super patriarchal, stubborn, elitist, classist.
1: It is surprising that in Like 30 years of Shah Rukh Khan, he hasn't had a major scandal. Maybe what the uh, Priyanka Chopra situation, but even that one, I don't believe. I feel like he started that rumor. You
0: think Um, so? I don't know. It's possible. What
1: what
2: happened with Priyanka Chopra?
0: The rumor was that the reason that Priyanka Chopra left Bollywood and started to try to make a career in Hollywood was because... For a while, she and Charhan were in a serious secret relationship. And it wasn't that secret because Gory was totally aware of it, but they just had like uh-huh. an open relationship. And Priyanka wanted Charhan to leave his wife. Did not happen. And Gory basically blacklisted her and said, fuck you, you're not going to get work anywhere. And then uh-huh. she left. Now, I don't know how true that is because like Priyanka Chopra has been making movies forever, but then there's yeah. like pictures of them leaving clubs together. And I'm like, you know, what? whatever i guess and then she came to america to try to like really make it and you know married to jonah so it's like i don't yeah. i don't think and maybe she thought was that was like her you know her like
2: redemption
0: yeah but it's like not because it's a it's the youngest of the jonah like i don't think <laughs> it's not yeah. a win
2: <laughs> i had no idea that this existed like this, this is a thing yeah. and after hearing about like jada's entanglement <laughs> i don't put it past sharukh and Gori. like i'm pretty sure
0: well, Waseem, do you like Bollywood? Cause I mean, obviously you like, you like Shahan in the lens of Shahan. Do you, you grow up yeah. like watching Bollywood and loving it and everything?
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, like, you know, I, I think like entertainment and as a whole, like I think entertainment and media, music, whatever, I think those kinds of things are kind of like wired into your DNA as you're growing up. I think that's why like a lot of people just grow up like rooting for a certain sports team because you grew up watching it. And I think for me, like, I grew up watching a lot of Bollywood, you know, like my, my mom was a huge Bollywood fan. Like she was like, she had like weird like as as an adult, I look back, I'm like, oh, taste was fucking weird. Like <laughs> she liked like she was a big fan of like Mithan Chakavarti. She yeah. liked Jitinder, which understandable. And she she was a huge fan of Anil Kapoor. So like we watched a lot of these movies, more so than like anything else. I was just really into the music. Like I mm. loved the melodies, how catchy it was. There was a there was a dynamic in Bollywood music that even after I discovered Western music, like American music, that it was just, it was missing from American music. And so however far I kind of went into listening to American music, I found myself always coming back to kind of refill on Bollywood music. So yeah, it's it's always been a part of like what I, and now I have have a three-year-old and I'm almost like indoctrinating her in bollywood that i think is good like i'm not letting her listen to trash like i'm Mm -hmm. only i'm only letting her watch the good stuff Mm -hmm. i do these things subconsciously like i'm like i made a playlist so like she listens to bollywood music you know so as much as i should on bollywood like i'm also very much about it Mm
1: -hmm. are you you still in like are you still have you do you watch because i feel like for us like who do this podcast we had a relationship with bollywood (laughs) and then we'll We don't anymore. Like, I don't watch the latest movies. I don't really pay attention anymore. I blame the podcast for that. Uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, okay, I don't obviously watch as much of it, right? But I will catch, like, the big ones. Like, I think the last, like, I watched um, Sanjay, that biopic. Mm. Um, I watched that one. So, you know, like, I will watch an occasional bad movie, you know, like, um, what was Mm. that? What was this? Um... I was going to attempt to describe this movie for uh, which name I can't remember. But I realized the description isn't going to narrow it down. I was like, oh, it it's this tall, dark guy, and he's really, really handsome, cool. and he's ripped, and he's shit. that doesn't
0: help. Uh, it was like fifteen oh. people in Bollywood. Yeah, yeah, like, when yeah. yeah like yeah. Like I don't know who that is.
2: No, 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 no. This was like a car movie. You watched some of my home videos. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was.
1: Yeah,
0: I got, I
2: got, a, I got a hold of your Instagram, and I was watching all your. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you watch Gully Boy?
2: Yes. Yes, I watched. So I watched a lot of Ron Singh's movies. I have like that yeah. I have. Originally I started watching it because everyone was like, oh, this guy looks like you. You should watch his movies. And true enough, when I grew them, when I had my mustache, I was like, oh wow. <laughs> we share the same unfortunate nose. And it's too bad that's where the similarities end, but I'll ride this one out.
0: Will you uh, both have beautiful wives. There it is.
2: That's a that's a plus, yes. A plus. But yeah, so I've watched his stuff. So yeah, I guess I'm pretty like, I'm pretty up to date.
0: So with Shah Khan, I did yeah. ask you to put together your top five Shah Khan movies. Yes, you Would did. Would you share them with us?
2: Oh, okay. So this was, uh, look, I know you gave me the homework. Like, <laughs> and like, and like, I, Believe me when I tell you, like, like the past two days, I woke up with some level of anxiety because I knew I had to make this list and I don't know where to begin. So allow me to just work this out on stage.
0: Let me just tell you this real quick. The list doesn't mean a lot because we have all changed our lists multiple times. And the other thing is, ain't nobody gonna be like quizzing you for it like later. Like you're not gonna be like at no, a know. party and then they're gonna be like you said that, you no. know, Om Shanti Om was your favorite movie and we're gonna make you defend it. Like it's fine. Yeah, so.
1: what if What if TSA asked you, like next time you're on a plane and they're like, all right, and uh, business or pleasure and what's your yeah. time, yeah. Shara Khan?
2: I'll I, I tell you what, I wouldn't, I'd miss my flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is home. tough,
0: it's tough. So, yeah, we'll work it out on stage. Let's go. Yeah, Let's do let's it.
2: Let's just figure it out. All right. So, okay. I think for me at, at the bottom of, I think what's coming to number five right now is Mohabbatein. I know it wasn't his film, but like it was, for me, it was quintessential like Shah Rukh Khan. Like mm-hmm. he's playing the martyr. He's playing the matchmaker tragedy kink like to me that's like okay cool like let's put that one in right and it's also got some bangers on there like mm,
0: great yeah. a lot of bangers
2: you know great bangers didn't really do much for the other actors but great songs mm-hmm. i think is definitely on there my god out of all the characters that Khan's played that character was the one that i least threw my hands up and said what the fuck like, <laughs> like Rahul's character was the least because I was like, you know what, I could see that happening. Rich yeah. boy marries a marries a girl from another, you know, society. Father disowns him. He goes off and makes a good life for himself in London. Like that could happen. That's doable. Mm-hmm. That's a
1: great list so far.
0: Thank yeah, thank you.
2: Yeah, I think it's I think it's admirable, right? And then mm-hmm. I will I will throw a curve one. I'll throw a curveball. I really really liked Fan. Okay.
1: Oh. All right, podcast over. <laughs> okay, it was great having you on, man. I appreciate your time, but
0: it's there's not gonna what, work out.
2: Wait, what the fuck? We were gonna work it out. There's,
0: yeah, yeah. There's, okay, go ahead. Defend your movie, man. Go ahead. No,
2: I'm not. Ahead. I'm not defend, I'm just telling you, this is this. Oh, first of all, grown ass man. I don't need to. I don't need to explain myself. To I pay taxes. I don't need. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need to defend anything. All right. But here's why. Here's why I think Fan was okay. Because for like one movie, I got to see him as something other than everything he's ever played. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Because when I first heard of the premise of the movie, I was like, wow, what a fucking narcissist. He really made a movie <laughs> about himself being stalked by a fan who is played by himself. <laughs> You, like, you really have to, like, because th- th- me, me and Irene always talk about this. Like, when the Bollywood, like, Conrad Jovo comes up with these ideas, like, the pitch must sound absolutely ridiculous.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what
2: I'm saying? Like, I think but, cocaine softens the blow. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine for sure softens the blow, right? Um, and, like, I'm just blown away by the premise, right? And so I walked into it with like no expectation. I was like, this is gonna be an absolute waste of time. Then I watched it and I was like, you know what? He plays a crazy guy really well. It kind of gave me like a glimpse into like his first film that he ever did where he's playing the psychopath. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. If for nothing else, I got to see a different side of him, right? Mm-hmm. So that so now we have three films in there. I think, <sighs> I wanna put DDLJ on there, but like, <sighs> you know, oh, what am I doing? I'm so stupid. I will put Kuch Kuch Hai on there. Okay. Because that's just like, well, I mean, I guess that's like the Diet Coke of Shah Rukh Khan films. Everybody likes Kuch Kuch Ote.
0: You know, here's the thing about Kuch Kuch Ote. I think Kuch Kuch Ote is like friends. Like it's like you watch it now and you're like, this isn't really that funny. but. Yeah. It's still good, right? Like I think Kuch Kuch is like that. It's the nostalgia of it all. I think that right. it was so meaningful to so many people in the late '90s. I don't think we had seen anything like that before. I mean, I did not get that sort of cult obsession with any other movie besides like DDLJ, at least in Bollywood.
2: Right, right, right,
0: right. I think it's a. And, I, I understand why it's a lovable movie, but you don't like and, DDLJ?
2: No, no, I do. I just, you know, like certain films were just like there certain films are attached to your memories mm-hmm. and like DLJ just wasn't like I didn't I didn't I think that movie had just maybe came out a little bit before I really really got into Bollywood.
3: Mm. Um
2: so for that reason it's not really up there for me. Mm. Um but then another one that I think will be up there in, in my five not to, like somewhere in the top five is Virzara So I think like I think that one. I'll tell you what's not on my fucking list. That weird fucking movie that he just put out where he played like a little what the fuck was that? Zero.
1: Zero.
0: What the fuck is that? I didn't even watch it.
1: That shit is insane, bro. Yeah.
0: It it almost made us quit the podcast. It actually did make us quit the podcast. It did. We
1: we (laughs) We didn't do it for two and a half years after we watched Zero
0: we had to take a break we were like no more no more please we cannot do this anymore yeah are there any big ones that i'm forgetting that i feel like should be on it no i think this is a good list we're perplexed by fan but your explanation works so we're gonna keep you on um no i think i think it's great i think it works real quick it sounds like you moved far away from oh oh, i'm sorry
2: i'm sorry here we
1: go yeah, yeah, yeah. He's slowly backing out the room.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was Homer Simpson
0: in the bushes out of the room. <laughs> awesome. So, I mean, I think it's a great list.
1: no, didn't make your list.
0: No, why would no <laughs> make his list?
1: I thought
2: I like. I like that movie. Did you watch it again?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah like when okay how long ago did you watch it because i just watched that shit two days ago and i'm still having like whiplash over how ridiculous it is Ooh, i can't wait
0: yeah perfect let's get into it so on today's yeah. episode we're talking about galhona i'm gonna break the movie up into uh, before intermission and after intermission we will definitely be talking deep about the music because we got some real highs and we got some bonkers moments in the music in this movie 2003's galhona it's not a karan johor movie but it is a Karan Johar movie, and it looks like a Karan Johar movie because Karan Johar movies look like they're on crack. We open up on the Big Apple, where we meet Brijith Zinta as Nana Catherine Kapoor. She is a real grumpy goose New Yorker, and she's got troubled family life. Her close friend is a good you fuck fuckboy named Rohit Patel, played by Saffal Khan. There's a lot of sadness in Nana's house because her mom is Jia Butchan and if Jia Butchan is in a movie, you know it's going to be a bummer. <laughs> All of this, of course until Shar Khan shows up as a nosy neighbor his name is Amun and he sings and dances and spreads toxic positivity into everybody's hearts including Nana's when Nana goes to tell Amun she loves him he tells her he's married and the audience is shook for like 30 seconds because then we find out that he's not married he's actually dying oh, no. <laughs> Okay.
2: Ter- terrible moment.
0: Te- oh, for you? Okay. Is,
2: is that the uh, back of the DVD
0: synopsis? Because I could not get that one. Okay. That's a
1: newer <laughs> special. Got it.
0: We've all seen this movie before. We all watched it right now, I'm sure, with some expectation, you know, when we were going into the rewatch. And yeah. I want to know from you guys, because we seem you like touched on it a little bit, were those expectations met? Because for me, it was a real cringe fest.
2: Okay, well, let's start from the beginning, right? Like, I, the... T- I'm like at a loss for words to just like even we, begin describing. We broke Wazim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sharon broke him. No, here's the thing, right? Like I was actually up, I was with the movie because at a very real level, it like as an adult, I understood why Nana's so grumpy all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I got it. I'm like, that's not, that's not bad. That's just real life. You're just, this is accurate levels of misery in life. Carry on, young lady. Like, <laughs> and then they get, and then they, for what it's worth, they did a great job of, like, portraying a standard Desi family until Shah Khan showed up, right? You had, you had Jay Bachchan, who's playing the single mom. You had the tra- traumatized, like, o- older daughter who's doing her best. They even threw in, like, a toxic toxic grandmother, which is <laughs> excellent. Great character. Right, and I was like, "Yo, this, this is what? This is it? Like, this is this is this is real life." And then they get on their knees and they're making a prayer, not making a prayer for therapy, not making a prayer for more money, maybe a better job, or maybe for no, they're praying for a guardian fucking angel, and 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 the gall, the fucking gall of the producers, the directors, the fucking like. And, and this is what I mean. Like, you have to, you have to, like, bubble yourself into this ridiculousness because if you watch it as a regular human being, you're like, they're living on a different planet. So they go for, they wait, they wait they for a guardian angel. And lo and behold, on the Staten Island ferry comes, <laughs> right first of all, What airport did he get dropped off at that he's going to take the Staten Island Ferry into
0: Manhattan? That's exactly what I asked. I was like, why is he on the Hudson? What's happening? Where's he going to? (laughs) Like,
1: It's his first time in New York. He wanted to see the Statue of Liberty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We don't know he came
1: straight from the airport.
0: Straight from Ellis Island.
2: (laughs) Right. Like it just blew my mind. Also, wait, we gotta go back. But even before then, like the opening scene, Nana's literally running through all of Manhattan. She it's ran so the ridiculous. New York City Marathon in one yeah. moment. <laughs> Did you see that? This made no sense, bro. In Dockers. Yeah, yeah. In Dockers and like uh, like a like a BB velour uh, zip up. Like that's not comfortable, bro. No, like. That, that fabric does not breathe. No. But anyway, so they, <laughs> they they so fast forward back. So they they pray for a guardian angel, and Rukh Khan shows up. That to me was the first red flag of the film. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> three minutes in, we got a red flag,
2: <laughs> and like he opens the window. And it's the perfect snowfall, and he brushes his hair. Look, I've I've lived in New York. When it snows, it disrespects the shit out of your body. Like yeah. it's not like it's not comfortable weather. Mm-hmm. But Shahrukh just comes out. Takes a stretch, he fixes his hair, and he looks over to the window and he sees all of them.
1: That was the most offensive to me is that he just looked over at this family, didn't know anything about them, and was just like, I'm gonna fix your life. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's like so invasive, no boundaries. He just shows up the next day. Yeah. and just the most like peak annoying character, Mm -hmm. you know, like and the liberties that he was taking with. Nana's younger sister, the adopted sister, he would just pick oh, her up yeah. and start playing with her? Stranger danger. Bro. Not cool. Yeah, not that at all. would be a problem. Yeah. Like, Shado Khan films did not age well, you know? Mm-hmm. This is classic. Like, in 2020, you don't just pick up somebody's child and... <laughs> Didn't he ask her to marry her? That yeah. was weird. Multiple times. I know that was fucking weird, man. Don't do that to my daughter, bro. That's weird. She's six years old. What's wrong with you, bro? Like, you're acting yeah. her, but then like you're hitting on Nana, but you're also like negging her to take her glasses
0: off. He basically was like, hey, sweetie, take off your glasses. Why don't you smile for me? I was like, what the fuck? Like, lay <laughs> no. off. He was such a meddler. starhan's character is the most annoying person I have ever seen him play.
1: I mean, he comes on strong, but I mean... After- afterwards oh couldn't get enough
0: what really
2: <laughs> where was the afterward i love that you did a pivot like but afterward where was the after Bro, <laughs> oh, times, no. the movie didn't need to happen all he had to do he had to pull up to the house and be like look i don't got that much time left you're miserable, but you have a friend, you guys should be together. That's it, the end. You didn't need to get involved.
0: It was too much of the meddling. Cause usually I feel like Charhan plays a character that can be charming. Like mm-hmm. even DDLJ, some people might watch DDLJ and go, yo, that dude is a sociopath. But he's mm-hmm. actually still like a fairly nice, loving guy. The, the scenes with like the mom and everything are cute. In this one, he was nosy, he mansplains. Like he was all of the things that actually girls hate about aunties. <laughs> he would just like, Come over and like teach the mom how to cook, or like yeah. just come over and be like, Nana, take off your glasses. You don't look good. Or like it was so bonkers. And even his own mother, Rima Lagu, in the movie, the own mother's like, Oh, I'm so sorry about my son. Like he just shows up and he does these things. And I was like, None of this is cute. And the most perplexing thing about it is the more irritated everybody around him gets, the happier he is. Yeah. I don't see how this is a charming person. Yeah. There's one point where like after he becomes friends with Rohit, Stephanie Han's character, Crashes at his apartment, he reads Rohit's diary. And I was like, why are you reading this man's diary? You just met him like 24 yeah, hours ago. So invasive. Sharhan's character aside, I think also Garen Johar does not understand America. Like he's bad at America. Because I was excited when I first watched this movie. Mm. And I was, you know, living in Jersey and like being so close to the city and like experiencing the city and everything like that. I was so excited to watch this movie. I remember the first time around and I loved it. Mm -hmm. It was so cool to see New York like that. It was like, oh, wow, now they get to understand like what it's like over here. But now I watch it and I'm like, the way that they show the city is weird, the street where they live, the insane music video for Pretty Woman.
2: The
4: black kid who says, come out here, you little shit.
2: (laughs) I'm like a young 50 cent,
4: you know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. So about a quarter.
0: Yeah. And also they kept showing like Americans that speak Hindi, yeah. which fucking drives me crazy. <laughs> Why do they do that? You,
2: have you ever seen those memes where like the guy and the girl are sleeping on opposite sides of the bed and the girl's like, he's probably texting other girls. And then like the guy's like, thinking about something completely unrelated and stupid. I'm that guy, when I'm in bed, I'm like, why does (laughs) Kern Jover have such a twisted view on what America is? He travels, like he's been to America. He knows what America is and looks like. (laughs) Pretty Woman is like, in my mind, the caricature that I think Indians have on what America is. Just fucking flags everywhere, random black people like rapping and like people break dancing. I had anxiety watching the video. Like I was like, there's so much shit going on. Like, what am I looking at?
0: Garan Johar doesn't understand. (laughs) what America is and you know I think it's interesting because I don't think Karan Johar even understands what India is because if you watch Kabihoshi Kabiham he does the desi part so well but whenever it's time for him to show like wealthy desis you know you got fucking Yash Raichan coming off of a helicopter and being like gotta get more of these (laughs) and even like the you know in um, Say Shava Shava you have this rich guy who's all about culture and family and obedience but is also like grinding on a stripper with his but son I mean, so I don't think Karan Johar gets anything I don't know what's going on in his head definitely but lives like, on like
2: planet Karan Johar you know yeah I will say yeah. will get, like just to go back to Shava Shava real quick like Amitabh's for, like that like hey it's all about family and this that but at the same time there's some baddies next to me so I'm gonna grind <laughs> it out that's like quintessential desi guy like quintessential mm-hmm. family and parampara all applies unless it I'm in the situation. That double standard is like the zenith of, you know, like Desi tradition.
1: Creepy Desi uncle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Mandy with a creepy Desi yeah. uncle? That's that's Amitabh that <laughs> Bachchan. Right?
2: I would argue that, yeah, Karan Johar has a very good handle on like Indian portrayal. It's America where, and I don't get it. Like he traveled, I'm probably has a house somewhere in America. How do you not know? Yeah.
1: They said that uh, he lived in New York for three months before- oh. Uh, while he was writing okay. the film. Okay,
0: well, <laughs> three whole months, yeah.
4: Indian movies having problems with how to portray foreigners and foreign countries, I think we've seen that a lot in a lot of the Shah Khan movies. I don't think he got the people right in America, mm-hmm. but watching this again, I thought he got New York, like the, the city itself, pretty right, mm. just in terms of how it looks and everything. Like, it looked like they lived in New York.
1: Would you say it's another character in the movie? I would,
4: I would say yeah. I would say it's um the the New York part of it felt accurate to me. The characters are movie characters, and I, I don't know what like you guys said I don't know what people Garan interacts with in real life. Um, <laughs> that you know that that leads him to like write characters like this. But overall. I, Like in terms of the movie, I was comfortable and I was accurate and it felt accurate watching all of that stuff. I like the movie a lot, actually.
2: Mm. Uh, The one thing that uh, that we didn't talk about earlier is what a dick move by Shah Rukh Khan's character to just spill coffee and just keep walking. Right.
3: Right?
2: (laughs) And even though he comes back, all you had to say was just say sorry like you couldn't even say sorry you had to go get your napkin and then just and like what a hover like creepy hover just like watching the conversation
1: oh yeah his hover game is insane I, he's like a ninja in this movie. Yeah. he's like three feet behind everybody at all times <laughs> really? and they don't realize that he's there
2: boundaries man like yeah
1: he came on super strong and it was it was very unnerving like if somebody talked to me like that i would move out of my neighborhood <laughs> i'd be like hey Gia, come inside and nobody's playing basketball anymore i'm calling the police and, and the <laughs> um, but he grew on me i don't know i just liked it when he was annoying to Preeti Zinta mm-hmm. and his bromance with Safali Ali Khan I really appreciated mm. that relationship too so he mm-hmm. came on really strong and he was very invasive and I didn't appreciate what he was doing but I also like to imagine that if he wasn't terminally ill he would have lived a different way mm. like he was just kind of like all hubris I appreciated it
0: interesting also
1: by the way as somebody who didn't grow up in the city or has spent a considerable amount of time in the city even I'm watching this and being like those two places that Preeti Zinta is running at are very they're not <laughs> they're not the same but a lot of the world looks at New York like right. Jordan her looks at New York like they're right. they're like oh right, you're right, playing right. basketball and in your neighborhood all the time and you got the Staten Island Ferry is just how people get around. Like, that's right, like Right, right, right. You know, so so those things, I understand, Inor, you lived in Queens for like a decade, but still, I feel like that part is nitpicky.
0: When I was getting engaged, because my husband is from Queens, when my husband's family was getting to know my family and stuff, you know, they invited my parents over to their house for dinner or whatever. My mom was like, oh, wow, they live on a street like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I do think that the street that my husband grew up on did look a lot like that. That. They did do that street well, but yeah, just like the music video for Pretty Woman, with, there you got it's, strippers, you got gays, yeah. you got ribbon dancers, you got the American flag, you got Mr. Jada doing a rap. It was a lot.
2: It was a lot.
0: I think, Fahad, you're right about the bromance with Tefli Khan and Jar while I really enjoyed seeing them both on screen, the Gonda Band stuff was problematic. Che, like <laughs> I was not cool with the blatant homophobia. Like I, I, it made me extremely uncomfortable watching it now. And I'm like, should I cancel? Like whatever, my 16 year old, 17 year old self, because like I definitely left when I watched that the first time I was yeah. like this is so funny okay, this is but so
1: silly let's talk about that real quick because sure. okay the band stuff sure she's scared of gays terrible right. right get it but Gantaban exists and in this movie yeah. they didn't take a stance saying that being gay is weird or whatever Yeah, I feel like there was a scene where they were like Shah Khan was talking about how like love was in the air and one of the mm-hmm. montage scenes was a gay couple like cuddling, mm-hmm. right and that mm-hmm. they just threw that in there not to call focus to it or anything they're just as an example they normalized homosexuality in that scene and then when Safali Khan's dad thought that he was gay he took him to a strip <laughs> club problematic but his entire attitude around it was ultimately like supportive when he thought his son was gay he was just like yeah you know I wanted a daughter-in-law but now I'm getting a son-in-law what can you do <laughs> I mean I feel like that's a pretty that's as progressive as we can ask like uncles and uncles.
2: in 2003 right like, Even in let's let's call a spade a spade
1: like, I don't think our parents would be like, wow. I don't think my dad would take me to a strip club and then be like, Hey, <laughs> this didn't work. <laughs> this didn't work. Okay. Well, I guess it's cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I You know, I think the reason why I have such a strong feeling about it is because it's one thing for Bollywood to make a movie like that, fine, get it, whatever. But Karan Johar wrote this movie. He's a gay man. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't understand why Karan Johar, being a gay man with a platform, would go and make a movie like this where homosexuality is kind of the butt of the joke. I will say mm-hmm. that there's some parts of it where I was like, the fact that Charhan keeps going out of his way to make Gantaban uncomfortable... Is sort of progressive if you look at it from a certain lens. Like he's like, deal with it. You're uncomfortable, but oh well. But overall, it just, it gave me a lot of cringe. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that bothered me was that they kept saying normal che.
3: Yeah. The, being yeah, straight, yeah. being right.
0: straight was normal che, all normal che. They kept saying normal. And I was like, mm, I don't love that.
1: That's fair i can i can get down with that but uh, judging by its time the fact that it is a bollywood movie and you know even i mean hollywood movies weren't super progressive at this time either so it's not like we can throw that label on there i i thought that this movie would be a lot more problematic than it was in terms of the homophobia because i remember the band yeah. scenes and i remember it being like I, I, I guess in my brain it was a lot worse than it really was and like the you know, just the dad's attitude to his son's potential homosexuality was kind of heartwarming in a weird way.
0: Yeah, I do also think like Satish Shah, that actor, I don't think that he is capable of playing a bad guy. It was to be like, <laughs> like, even though he is a problematic dad, there's still still something really loving about him. So I, I guess it's like somewhat, I guess. OK, but um mm-hmm. Saif Ali Khan, though, I thought he was great in this movie, like. All of the scenes with Sef and Shah Khan, I thought Sef Khan was really good and Charhan just felt like he was doing the most. Like, it didn't feel n- natural to me.
2: Yeah, I believe that. I think, like, it's, Sef Khan, like, I, I felt bad for the guy the whole time. Like, he's constantly playing second fiddle to mm-hmm. this fucking guy, like, out of nowhere. Even after, you know what was foul? And I know we're supposed to, like, you know, pre- and post-intermission, but, like, but you know what I thought was really foul? Was, like, how at the end of the movie, he's like calling dibs on her in the next life. It's like, wild.
0: Yeah, I want to I want to spend like a significant amount of time talking about how bonkers <laughs> that is. But what did you think about his like acting compared to Shah Rukh Khan?
2: Shah Khan to me is always someone who I think like, off the top of my head, the roles that I can remember, he always gives like an accurate, real portrayal. Like he doesn't overact. He doesn't mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like even in Salaam Namaste, like that was a pretty ridiculous movie, but like he always gives like pretty accurate portrayal. Like I don't think he's overdoing it or doing the most you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like and I think that's why I think he he, as an actor I think he's been able to sustain his like career and his level of like his level of success is kind of sustained because I think he's never he's never oversold anything so I like I liked him in this movie like I didn't think he was a fuck boy I think he like you know he's like every other guy in like (laughs) In his 20s in New York, just like shooting his shot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was definitely, he was definitely a lot of Gujarati guys growing up in New Jersey. Like that was very realistic. I know he wasn't really a fuckboy. He was just horny as hell. He was just like, trying to get it in wherever he could
2: as as one does
1: (laughs) i liked his character because he wasn't like successful at being a fuck boy like that's what he aspired to be he was aspirational but then he would keep getting rejected which i uh identified with and then (laughs) i also i thought that Khan was like he yeah he gave a really good performance it was understated it was realistic i don't know why maybe it's his face that i just don't like but Mm. for some reason i don't like Khan. but I think he's pretty good. Like, I think I watched uh, Sacred Games with him and I thought he was really good in that. Uh, so good. I didn't love the series. But yeah, I mean, especially compared to Shah Rukh Khan, who's doing everything over the top always. Yeah. Like, I don't think Safali Khan cried once in the movie, which is <laughs> crazy for this movie. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think that he did at all. I I think what you said with him is really interesting because I think that's probably why Saif Ali like you said, has had like a been able to sustain a longer career is because Saif Ali didn't find his one thing and just was like I'm gonna be that guy and that's the guy right. I'm gonna be in every movie. And I think he's been able to be a little bit more like flexible in the roles that he's taken and stuff. I mean, he's every right. Every Indian movie is a rom com basically, but you know he's right. done a lot of different kinds of people in his roles. You don't Shah is Shah. Khan in every movie.
4: Yeah, I like the movie for Shah Khan and Preeti Zinta, but I love the movie because that's actually mm. fun. Like, mm-hmm. I love that character overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's very endearing to me mm-hmm. in the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the second half. The second half opens up with way more Sonali Bandra around our screen, so I feel like that made us all yeah. so much happier. Oh, um, Am- oh. Amun is still di- <laughs> yeah, Amun is still dying, uh, but he knows that Rohit loves Nana, so he makes it his last great act before his death to play matchmaker, and after emotionally manipulating everyone, it works, and Rohit and Nana get engaged. Aman goes way too fucking hard at their engagement party and collapses. Everyone finds out Aman is dying, because and Ali Bander, husband has no chill. And then nana gets sad, but she still gets married to Rohit. On his deathbed, Amen asks Rohit to promise that in the next life and every life after, he'll get to smash that. Gross. <laughs> okay, so a big yikes moment for me on the second half of the movie was the whole premise where it's fine that Amun wants to play matchmaker, but he calls it Chae Din Lerki in, but he does a hand motion. Mm. I don't know if you noticed it, but he literally takes a finger and puts it inside of a fist. I don't like what's right. happening here. Well,
1: Sapali Khan is a visual learner, so
2: <laughs>
1: you have to really break it down for him. So them. did
2: they? Did they? Does that mean they like smashed in six days?
0: I mean, that kind of chair then in. I guess are they? Trying I think they to-
2: were on the path to smash. Yeah they took, they took the one way ticket to pound town but like <laughs> right. they didn't arrive yet they were both they both right. got the one way okay Let's check it, check it. but it wasn't <laughs> the express train so they had Daddy to uh, the <laughs> conductor
0: yeah, they had to take the Staten Island Ferry on the way. <laughs> the other thing that really bothered me in this movie was Shah Rukh Khan's character's complete disregard for his health. Like, I get that he was dying and that's, like, part of it, but he was out of his way to just, like, do dangerous things to his body and it really stressed me out.
2: He has, like, martyr syndrome, so like, th- that, like I expect nothing less from a Shah Rukh Khan character.
4: Yeah, he could have taken a cab a couple of places. Multiple what? times.
2: Why did he need to run after the found out after, after Shah Rukh Khan's character like after was it Sonali as character called Shah Rukh Khan I was like oh my husband which by the way I mean talk about getting screwed out of a gene pool when your brother's Anil Kapoor and <laughs> like do you know what I mean like Sanjay looks like Sanjay Kapoor looks like the Costco version of like Serac like you know when you get like you know when you get like Keels vodka from Costco versus yeah. like fucking absolute or Syrah. Yeah, it's it's called Kirkland. Yeah, Kirkland. Sorry, not Keels. <laughs> Kirkland. I'm I'm so bougie, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> but um but but yeah, so like anyway, so like when when she calls him, like he gets out of the hospital bed and he runs to Saif Ali Khan's penthouse and then runs all the way down to the promenade where he sees uh Prithi's character like why are you running bro just take a cab you don't need to be sweaty and gross yeah
1: my favorite part about all that is when uh Safali Khan when he shows up in Safali Khan's penthouse Safali Khan does not say hey we need to get you to our hospital <laughs> like he's obviously dying on your balcony but instead we're going to have this conversation about it he looked like shit
0: he did also Sharhan in general in this movie looked like shit like he didn't have his like glossy Sharhan, look you know we just watched like chalte chalte before this one and that's not even a big budget movie and shauhan looked good in chalte chalte in this mm. one he looked like shit and i was like i get that he's supposed to be dying but like even before we find out that he's supposed to be dying he just his look was really strange my husband went out of his way to tell us why which is that apparently halfway through this movie Sharhan hurt his back uh, and he yeah. had, like, all these spine issues, so he had to have surgery. So he actually looks like shit because he felt like shit while he was making this movie. No, Now I feel Yeah, bad. but, oh, I yeah. mean, he's so, you know what? But put some makeup on it. shellac him up. Like, you can make this yeah. work.
2: What does your back have to do with your face, sir? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: You
0: yeah, know, it's, it's the first time where
4: he actually, because Sharkhan uh, smokes a lot. Yeah. And it's the first time where he actually looked, like, you I look could like see sucker,
3: like, the yeah. smoker face. Mm.
4: He looked up really a lot like a smoker. Um, the one thing about Sanjay Kapoor, uh, real quick, how about following HIPAA rules? Yeah. he's uh, yeah. putting medical information
0: out there. Yeah, he made his wife lose her license, basically.
4: Yeah, Sudali looks real concerned because she's like, "This motherfucker is going to make me lose my medical
0: license." <laughs> yeah, who's going to pay for our life in Manhattan, you douchebag?
1: It's also like, what a downer of a conversation. It's the first time <laughs> you're yeah. meeting them, and they're talking about how your mutual friend is about to die. <laughs> no,
0: it was a, it.
2: It definitely took a hard left. Like you, like. Yeah. Probably could have found like did a little bit more work before dropping that bomb. Yeah, he's yeah. a nice
4: guy, but he's got a couple of
0: dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the big, really iconic scene from this movie that I don't know if everybody else talks about it, but my husband talks way too much about it is the train station scene. It's the scene where Rohit wants to tell Nana that he loves her. So he can't figure out the words, so Aman Charhan grabs the diary and says it for him. And of course, the diary is blank, and it's just a and speaking from his heart Now this mm. is supposed to be like the super iconic scene That's supposed to make us Have all these feelings Because wow This character really loves Nana And all this stuff My husband has talked about it so much And I was really excited To watch it in the rewatch And honestly I was so sad Because I felt nothing I was like This is so melodramatic And I think the reason Why I felt nothing Was because Throughout the movie The thing that was missing for me Was I don't know why Aman likes Nana And I I can see why Nana might like Aman because she's never met a guy like that before, but I didn't ever understand why he liked Nana so much. And even when he's doing this, you know, thing from his mind of I, how much he yeah. loves her, he doesn't say anything really that gives us any insight into why he loves her. He just Amen. says he loves her. He's like, I close my eyes and I see you there. When your eyes aren't there, I look for your eyes and I, oh, I miss you all the time. It's like, okay, great. Yeah, but like why? Because I I never got that between Shar Khan and Brithizenta. And I think that's why that scene just like it didn't land for me. But the whole time I was watching Saif Ali Khan because he did awesome in that scene. Like he looks shocked and confused about why this guy is saying the stuff about the girl that he loves.
2: Hmm. See, I think you're I think you're bugging because <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the one time of the movie where I was like, because Irene is with you, she was like, "What is this melodramatic you bullshit?" <laughs> I was like, shh, 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 shh. Be quiet. <laughs> not right now, not right now." Like there is, like there is definitely like a, there is a gravitational pull that like Shahrukh Khan has when he delivers his performances, and like everybody gets them in different times. But I think like for me, and clearly a lot of other people. I think that was one of the moments where you're like, "Whoa, okay. All right. Let's let me just step into this ridiculous world and let me just revel in the ridiculousness of this moment." And at that point, I was like, "Just just let's just stop. All right. Let, just give the man his res- his respect. Let him mm-hmm. do his thing. You know?" <laughs> to step out of that bubble for a second if i was pretty i'd be like did you have that memorized you're not even looking down at that page once
0: <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> even when i watched it the first time i didn't know that Rukh khan loved her because there was i wouldn't have put that together for a little bit i thought maybe charl khan was actually gay in the movie or maybe he was asexual or something until his mom pulls like that like that old trick where he's like you really where she's like you really love her and he goes, no, I didn't. I don't love Nana. And then she's like, I never said Nana. Mm. Which Ooh, um, I, I don't. Tricky. I don't. I don't know if that trick has ever worked on you. I'd love for somebody to try that on me sometime. <laughs> where you know you just reveal something. <laughs> but yeah, I I never got his love for her. Exactly like you said. I understood why she loved him because he's this big personality. He reminded me of like Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec. Oh. You know where he just all heavy <laughs> all the time? Yeah.
3: Um, and,
4: and I think you don't know how long he's lived with this diagnosis, right? So I understand that he's like psychotically happy, um, you know, when he's going around playing God or whatever. But even through that, I, I think Shah Khan did a pretty good job of like communicating like his sadness and his anger at his diagnosis that's what i got from it like the second and third time that i watched it like i saw him actually being upset you know that he has to live with this and i saw him like you know pretending to be happy and not actually being happy like I saw him like make the effort mm. Um, mm. and I yeah. really took a lot of that I
1: had the same thing like the thing that was sad for me watching Shah Khan was that it wasn't that he was losing Nana it seemed like he was more upset that he was losing like his life like he the, in those moments it, you could see that he was going to die soon and he's grappling with that because when he passes out in engagement party or whatever it's the first person he looks at is his mom and that hit oh. Yes. Is
4: that my mom's <laughs> 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 it is like you know you can just see he's so sad that he's
0: dying <laughs> wow you're getting emotional you're getting emotional yeah. i you know well now i feel like a dick because i didn't feel any of that <laughs> and now i'm like is there something wrong with me because there's been other movies where i've cried like an idiot for like no reason i cried watching ashoka why i don't <laughs> know this one i just like didn't really you know i i didn't know that's a lie I did cry at the part where now everybody knows, she knows that he loves her, everybody's in on the he's dying thing, but then she goes and gets married. And I will say that those scenes where she's getting married and she's watching him celebrate her marriage to this other guy, even though partially I was like, this is torture. Why is he here? Like, why is he like front and center in the front of your wedding? But Um, even then I was like, all right, I, I can get, I can see how this is emotional. But I guess now that you guys are saying like, it's really not about Nana. It's more just so about like him not having much time to enjoy any of it. Oh, man, now I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and,
4: and his relationship with his mom. By the way, I top five. Oh,
0: Rima Lagu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Rima Lago's is amazing. Yeah. I
4: really liked her new Bob cut. That was a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> she had
0: the Anjali from Kuch Kuch Hota. Oh. <laughs> she
1: reminds me of my mom. She
0: does. Oh, oh look at you. <laughs> <laughs> the the movie, you know, it obviously ends with uh, Shah Rukh and his deathbed. And... The thing that I just, I cracked up was Shah Khan's at his deathbed and Saif khan and him have this weird pact, which is weird, but the movie ends with, you know, him saying, I'm just going to sleep for a little bit. And so right. he closes his eyes and Saif khan gets really worried and he opens his eyes. He's like, I I really, I, I really need to sleep. Like I'm not, nothing is,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, sure. and I like that because it took away the melodramatic sort of Desi typical, uh, you know, he, he is still breathing, but he's dead thing. Like I, right. I like that part of it, but the pact. Okay, let's talk about the pact. So they promise, <laughs> he makes Sepulikhan promise that in the next life and every life after he'll get to be with <sighs> Preeti Zimpa. I mean, okay, Waseem, you're a married man. But yeah. You're a married man, I'm somebody's wife. Let's talk about it. Raheel, you shut your mouth. You don't have anything to say about this. No, I just want to say, you know what?
2: Ben Affleck, in this life, you got on a but
4: every other <laughs> life,
0: <laughs> from here on out.
2: I mean, yeah, like, it's just, like, it's wrong on so many levels. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's nothing. It's wrong on so many levels, but I also think there's nothing more to unpack there. Like, it's just wrong. Like, what do you, what? what? Like, that's somebody's wife, man. You don't call dibs on it. like. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like we all know it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. No. <laughs> no. You know? Oh, no. Did no. I mean, <laughs>
0: they just walk on do uh, like a, a train? You just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, This is the Roger Get podcast, an episode you know? about swingers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: like, it ain't fair if the homies can't share. Like we, we, we. I could, I could keep going, but like, yeah. you know. So depending on which school of thought you uh, subscribe to, I could see both sides of the argument. But like, it's just really foul. Like, and there's no version of it that you justify as okay.
1: The only takeaway that I have from that is that it it just put Safali Khan in a really uncomfortable position because. <laughs> Like, I, if I was in his shoes, I would be like, and Safali Khan did. He was like, no. He crossed his fingers and said, whatever. I don't know. I mean, if I'm in Safali Khan's shoes, What am I doing? On the one hand, I don't really believe in reincarnation, so I might just use that loophole and say, Yeah, yeah. I would just lie. But (laughs) on the other hand, I still I would still feel like a level of like pride and like male ego and been like, no, no, that's my (laughs) wife. Yeah. I think I would probably not say yes to Charo
4: Khan.
0: The big thing that's missing is he's like, I gotta go check with my fucking wife. Yeah. You know? Like, I think <laughs> I think she should be part of this conversation. I mean, I, yeah. I know that she had a lot of feelings about you right now, but I don't know what you'd be like as a husband. Like, I have no idea. But
1: let's be real. If he went and asked Nana, Nana would be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm signing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that's true.
2: Right after that, or before before Prithi Zinta leaves, did you guys catch how he, like, fat shamed her one last Time before, so much fat
0: shaming. So before,
2: much before before he like on his deathbed, he managed to fat shaming. He goes, "Oh, you got a little fat after the wedding, <laughs> bro." You, you caught that right like that's not like you're, bro you 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 are barely breathing you will to talk about somebody who gained weight
0: yeah this movie is a chock full of fat shaming i saw that and i was like this isn't cute again don't know why he is is in love with her because he also like pokes at her all the time also her poor friend sweet every opportunity anybody had they fat shamed her like constantly yeah. constant yeah. Not, fat shaming
2: not cool sidebar since we're talking about side characters did you know that the guy who sweetu was interested in frankie mm-hmm. the guy who basically that's like the caricature of like every fuck boy who actually lives in new york yeah that frankie guy he's like a super beefcake now
4: No, oh, he's so cut he's yeah like, my friend sends me pictures of it and i'm like what am i supposed <laughs> to do with this
2: if you just look up like frankie cojona before after I mean, did- or whatever yeah. Like, yeah. he's like beef tron through two 3000 he is just a slab of man meat like just <laughs> like
4: you're saying if if frankie asked your wife
2: next <laughs> life he would call dibs on you you'd be okay. I mean, yes sir sign me up <laughs> oh Let's my god look crash. at frankie
1: he looks like uh you guys know god of war the video game yeah he, he, looks, like like kratos.
2: Kratos. <laughs> he looks like kratos like kratos he looks like a WWF wrestler. He looks like I look. I say that's in, in in complete uh, security of of my sexuality and my happy marriage. But I will gladly let him break my toes, <laughs> <laughs> like snap my toes and break my back.
1: My goodness!
0: What a weird kink.
1: My favorite thing from Frankie in this movie was when he said, oh, "Hi, what's your name? Sweet, sweet name, sweet name." Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> A tour
1: de force performance from Frankie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh god. The Frankie parts really made me made me uncomfortable because uh, I don't like it when they make like they see people or white they they make American people talk in weird Hindi or vice versa. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. that part really makes me uncomfortable.
4: Yeah. Was he supposed to be like American or was he like uh, yeah, like an ABCD? No, I
2: think he was. An I ABCD. don't know what he's supposed yeah i think yeah. he was just like a like an american desi like just like he was a dj he had colorful hair or uh, did he have just colorful headphones or
4: just him, he had a bandana on. <laughs> he just of course he did hat.
0: of course he did
1: you know he's amir khan's trainer oh Oh yeah wow for for that wrestling movie yeah yeah,
2: yeah. so they're both on the same steroid cycle
0: i want to talk about the music from this movie so we talked a little bit about pretty woman the song itself okay so here's the thing about the song the song, first of all, is a cat call for the ages. This is like a first time Preeti Zenta is supposed to meet Shah Khan's character, a man that she later on falls in love with. But the song itself, when it started playing, I was like, you know, it's not a bad song, but I don't know mm-hmm. if I actually like the song or if it's just because the original song is so good.
2: I loved it. I the soundtrack is Shankar Mahadevan is like one of my like all time favorite music directors as far as Bollywood is concerned. Like he's definitely up there for this. Mm-hmm. And I think he's like an underrated playback singer too. Like I think he's so damn good. good. I wish he did more record but like that that trio of Shankar Ehsan uh, Loy like for that era like of movies they were like the architects of that sound. I love it. I I thought like Pretty Woman was of course taken from a popular record, but I think, in my opinion, like that was one of the first times I heard an American sample or you know, they rip off an American record and actually have it sound pretty good. I was like, you know what? Obviously, a pretty woman from the classic American record, but they made it their own, and I like that because there's been plenty of other times where they've tried to do it and it just fails so miserably. So, I like that record. Obviously, the title track, Kohono, like, so dope, like Sonorino's performance on that is like.
5: zindagi har pal yahan jee bhar
2: all time through the roof. I think Mahive is like what every Stacy Fuckboy wanted to hear at amendi so they can show off their mood. Myself <laughs> myself included. Like I'll just throw yeah. myself in there too. Wait till they play Mahive, I'm gonna fuck it up. Yeah. And then the other record that I think not many people talk about that I heard not, like recently when I watched the movie was Kuch to Huahe, right? Mm-hmm. I was I was such a great record. Like I was like this is so good. It's like a sweet, simple, loving song. So like to me Shankar San Lloyd don't miss. Like they're just yeah. so damn good. Honestly you could have taken those records on any movie and it would have done well because the record this the songs on that are just so damn good, you know, yeah. definitely rate it like in my top three soundtracks of all time. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think the other song that I forgot existed was It's the Time to Disco, which like, of oh. course, when it when it was playing, when it, this movie came out, it's all you fucking heard. And I yeah. think I may have gotten sick of it and I stopped listening to it. But then when it popped on screen, I was so excited to listen to it. I will say that song is great until you get to the chorus. Like, I don't like when they <laughs> do English in see songs, yes. but the actual like verses, the way the music sounds, the sort of retro sound, it reminded me a little bit of Ajqirat from Dawn, which mm. had that. That similar sort of disco yeah, dancer yeah, yeah. vibe. But I loved it. I, I love the, the music from this movie. It, it makes me so happy. The score is really, really good from this movie. Like, the it's called The Heartbeat. Uh-huh. I think it's fantastic. And Kal Ho is just, without a doubt, probably one of the best, like, Desi songs from my, like, youth. From, like, my existence right. days. A human being on this earth. The lyrics are really good. The sad version is so good. It's so sad. The one part that like always makes me cry is when she says lak samalo <laughs> Mm. This whole movie, I have a lot of thoughts on it. I did not love it but when Galhu came on and the sad one came on, I was like, Fuck man, this is so a good.
2: Sad one bro. It's just let me tell you something. During these times when like these movies were coming out, I was um DJing at a lot of like private events. Like I would do weddings and all these kinds of things and like without fail, like during the rooksapy part when like you know, they put like the Quran over the girl's head and they're like walking out. I knew without fail, I would put the sad version of Call Ho on. Uh, <laughs> cheers everywhere, like every fucking everywhere without fail. It was like, it was easy. And it was, it's like took, it took a seven minute song. So I would just put it on and like, go eat Tamosas and come back. And it would be like, <laughs> <laughs> they have me it too. Yeah, like, it was great. So yeah, like, but you know what's really annoying about it's the time to disco? Mm. I still have not made peace with why they needed to say it's the time to disco. Like the really
0: bothers me.
4: It's time to disco versus it's the time to disco. Yeah, it makes
0: it sound very fobby. It is the time to.
2: It's like, you know, when, like, um it's like, you know, when, uh, when you work with a lot of, like, Desi artists, you can tell the ones that are fobs when they say, tell me your name versus what's your name? Who the fuck says, tell me your name? <laughs> like, you're not a police officer. Like, there's better you know, there ways to ask for a girl's name than tell me your name. But, you know, like, that's. I think they're translating literally because in Hindi it's like up the Nam De do. You know what I'm saying? So they're yeah. like telling me your name or whatever the fuck. But like it's the time. And I understand you, you had to fill up the syllables to kind of fill up to make the melody like that. Da, 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 da. But there's so many other things you could have done. You know what I'm saying? But it's the time. It just bothers me. <laughs> It's like a sh- it's like a pebble in my shoe for the past like 20 years that I haven't been able to shake yeah. and I'm just like one day I'm going to meet Shunkar and I'm going to be like listen can we
3: you
4: son of a bitch
2: can we please open up that production session to walk me through how you landed on the dub because that is it makes no sense
4: so you know that thing about Pretty Woman being a copy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one thing about it is, is that Garan Johar went out of his way to actually to get the rights to it mm-hmm. he asked Van Morrison for the rights for the song so it's like official oh. it's not like yeah, it's not just a copy and, and that was the first time I recall it ever happening mm. so that you know so that he did everything
1: they actually went to Roy Orbison oh,
4: But yeah, because that's the person that actually wrote the song. I'm a jackass. (laughs) Um, But I don't. I don't love the song overall. I. You know, there's a couple of songs, like you guys said, from the soundtrack that are iconic, like the Kalhonoho, the, the the title song. And Mahive is like, it's like made in a lab for every man mm. <laughs> even like the dance stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, just easy enough for every uncle and auntie to do. So it's like, it's perfect.
0: I feel like the dance from Mahive is like TikTok before TikTok. It's like a TikTok dance dream. All the dances, exactly. all the moves. Yeah. They're so good. Perfect. G-U-J-J-U. Yes. That was
4: Great. And you know what? It's, it's funny because I, I didn't have like an understanding of the Gujarati community until we moved to New Jersey. Like in high school, every, every year in the yearbook had like two pages of Patels and Pariks. Um, and all my friends were Gujarati, right? So I got to, when I started watching Indian movies again around that time, you know, I got to watch it and I, I got to talk about it with all my Gujarati friends. So just to watch that in like the movie, in like a big banger Shahrukh Khan movie, I was real happy for hippie, yeah. hippie for all my good friends. <laughs> I was like, I remember texting them and like telling them, hey, did you guys watch this? And they said, uh, the only good Pakistani is a dead Pakistani. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. It was a good time.
4: You know, as good as, like, the heartbeat soundtrack is, and, I'm, like, the instrumental part of, mm-hmm. of Kuchito Huahe, it's almost like the Riti and Saif Ali Khan, like, love theme. It goes... Doo, doo, doo,
0: doo, doo. Yes! That's yes! The
4: part. That part, like, that's the reason why I love the movie. Mm. Like, that, you know, Dalhona Ho theme music is, it's, like, overpowering, and it's great, and it's iconic, and it, like, deserves... All of the rep that that it has, but like the the Kushto Huahe instrumental part is like the the stuff that kind of dubs your soul.
0: Oh, damn it. You you really made me change my mind a little bit about the movie all of a sudden. I was like, damn, that is good.
4: Mm." And you know what? The thing about it is, it sounds Indian, but it also sounds like American, and it reminds me of new york like it reminds me of new york in the fall and i don't know how it is maybe i'm associating it because of when i watch the movie (laughs) but when i hear it i think of new york in the fall or new york in the spring Mm -hmm. like i hear like the love when you walk in new york in 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 the spring makes sense oh
0: man that's true well also speaking of new york is that the writer did say i mean he only spent three months in New York, but they said that the character of Nana was supposed to mirror New York City, which is like a place where you can be surrounded by so many people and yet be so lonely. And then the character of Shah is really supposed to be like coming and singing and dancing and he's not just bringing happiness but he's also bringing like us to the house which I mean I, I find problems with that but I guess the way that they're oh, trying God. to show it is that yeah <laughs> the way they're trying to show it is that like New Yorkers are sad until they're a little dizzy and then they're happy like I don't right. really love that I mean
1: that's every that's every NRI movie yes. is they have to have that nationalist like patriotic thing I think he's literally when they're doing the restaurant rebrand and putting this poor Chinese family out of business <laughs> they say like they're like when indians do anything they can put their mind like they can do everything and america sucks and india's the best yahoo jehin. and it's uh it's just it's too much and i don't like it but every single karan Johar nri movie has that scene and poor chinese
0: yeah i was like <laughs> what do you, what did they do let them exist they literally drove them out of the neighborhood it was really strange i did not love that <laughs> i
4: but I, I liked it more than you know obviously the Vande Mataram bullshit in. <laughs>
0: could you give
4: the view as you be- Exactly. So that stuff, you know, Vande Mataram was like, I was embarrassed watching that. This, it feels like. They're, ha- you know, they're obviously parroting Lagan, mm-hmm. right? So they're having a little bit of fun with it. And so I like. I was okay with it. I didn't love it, but I was okay with it.
0: All right. Well, let's rate the movie. All right. So, Waseem, our rating system is negative five to five. Negative <coughs> five means that it's just the worst movie you've ever seen in your life. Zero uh-huh. means it's fine. You feel nothing about it. And five is obviously a smash hit. What do you think?
2: Huh. um. Okay. If I was to just base it on, if if there were no songs in the movie, because you have to factor in this, but if there were no songs i would probably give it like a negative three mm. like it's 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 really cringy and like you know so I, I would give it a negative three negative two but the songs that that to me makes up for it so to me i would like my holistic all-in rating is probably like a two and a half
0: mm. that sounds right fahad what do you think
1: well i very much enjoyed this movie i thought the romance between Shahrukh khan and uh Saif Ali khan was great I thought the sad moments yeah. hit. Oh, there was one scene where Shah Rukh Khan tells Saif Ali Khan, uh, here, put this Bluetooth piece in, in like, and Saif Ali Khan said, that and yeah, that was a funny <laughs> moment. That was a good and clip. so overall, I really enjoyed the movie, and I'm going to give it a three and a half. I didn't cringe as much as I thought I would. I'm surprised that you guys really had such a visceral reaction to it, because once you get past... <laughs> The first like fifteen minutes, you get acclimated to Shah Rukh khan and uh-huh. you know desensitized to his insanity. There's only a few moments where it was like, "Ooh, what is going on here?" But in general, I thought it was great, and New York really came alive. I felt like I lived in New York for a moment, and I could just taste the pizza. On here. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs>
3: taste the pizza. <laughs> uh,
4: I liked it. Actually, I liked it a lot. Mm. I liked it. I, I remember liking it when we originally watched it. It's one of those movies that I always like, you know, one of those uh, that I considered could potentially be a top five. Um, I didn't know what to expect going into it this time. It was much funnier than I remembered it being. Uh, like there were moments like the the blind date. OK,
0: that's the best part uh, of the movie.
4: Oh, man. That entire like four minute part. And I think, you know, that's a Karan thing. I think Karan is legitimately funny. He can write like really like legitimately hilarious scenes. Um, and that part just had like I've watched it again like four times oh since I watched yeah. it. It's I, so good. What's
2: his yeah. name? The, the actor? Um,
4: Rajpal Yadav. Dude,
2: he's, so good. He's, he's so, funny. so good. he's so good. Like yeah. I wish he would do more films because he's yeah. so so good. But also like I just love that like Dada Bhai Tapuri character. Yeah. <laughs> like I talk like like Irene does not find it funny at all. Like, <laughs> You know, but if I could, I would speak like that all the time. But he's so good. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So
5: good.
4: He's so good. And there's a part in it. Like, you know, when he pulls out, like, the, yeah. the, the lighter yeah. with the gun and Shara yeah. Khan is going, Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he's so
0: happy. See, I hated that. I hated when he was so happy, but I did love that scene Guru, the blind date guy. Um, oh. And he's like talking about who's in his house and he's like, oh. to man, master. And the mom, the daddy's like, master he goes master kutta (laughs) (laughs) he
4: goes goes, "Eh, and he does like this little hand motion that's
0: hilarious
1: Uh, (laughs) when he walks in and he's like (laughs) 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 okay
0: that part was funny (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so overall I would give this movie
4: uh, much higher than I anticipated Like a 4.6 Wow
3: yeah, all of it
4: Yeah All of it really worked for me I got over The cringiness of it I got over Like the creepiness of it Once he bought was Like once I bought into it Once I was okay With the characters With the Sharhan part of it The Saif Ali Khan part of it Really really won me over So I loved it
0: So here's the reason Why I would I did not enjoy this movie As much as I thought I would Obviously I had a lot of problems with it A lot of it made me Uncomfortable to watch Obviously some parts of it Made me really happy some parts of it even made me a little bit emotional. But the one thing I want to point out to everybody is that we did not talk about in this movie is the whole side story about Nana's dad and and the daughter and the adoption and the daddy and all of that shit. Like every time that stuff would come into the movie, I got so upset and I got so irritated because I have seen this movie before. So I knew mm. that it doesn't really go anywhere. Like it, do- it's just like its own separate movie that I thought was completely pointless and a distraction. Like mm. I did not like that part of it. I think maybe if we didn't have that in the movie, I mean, cause we didn't even talk about it in the recap, it was so unimportant. Right. If we didn't have that in the movie, I I think I would have liked it a little bit more, but I give this movie a solid 3.5 because like, there's still some things of it that I think are really funny. Seflihan Khan parts were adorable. I think if Shah Khan didn't have like, like I almost feel like if he was just the character of like, this is a guy that comes and helps them fix their life. And he, as a result makes everybody happier and then he dies. I think that alone would have just been fine. I, I don't think I needed him to be in love with Nana. Like I don't mm. think I needed that. But of course you need that in a Shah Khan movie because the masses want to see Shah Khan get the girl. And that's right. also why I think they did that weird pact is because Bollywood still wants to see Shah get the girl and this isn't a a mass that believes in the afterlife. So they're like, yeah, that works. That, that's fine. We'll we'll deal with that. But the songs were fantastic. It was a great time, but 3.5 for me.
1: Is this movie like that that movie that you guys like with Brad Pitt and the gorilla? Uh, is that similar <laughs> to this? Micho
4: Black. Yeah. Black? It is not I mean, no. No. Black. No. And I, how dare you <laughs> do that to Micho Black? So
0: I thought about Micho Black when I was watching this because, yes, Micho Black He has an, is an actual literal angel of death that comes, right? And that's who Brad puts it. Well, I dead. mean, you know. I mean, I mean, same thing, yeah. And... <laughs> I did think about that because I feel like maybe he, if he was more of that character but it was just Sharhan being such an over the top intense person.
4: You know what part of Mecha Black I did think about? Uh, seriously, was I think of Mecha Black as another really New York
3: movie. Mm-hmm.
4: It's a different part of the city, but it gives me like the the same feelings that the New York in this movie gave me. So yeah.
0: Yeah, what do you guys what do you rate Sharhan in this movie? Did you like Sharhan in this movie?
2: I you know what like it is, it is peak Shah Rukh Khan. Like it is peak, peak Shah Rukh Khan for all the things that he's so good at. So he is, I liked him for giving a performance that's on brand. So yeah, I would, I, he's really good at what he does. That, that he's obviously undeniably good at what he does. So, and this movie is, I think, proof of that. So yeah, I think he gave a good performance. I think he's, he's all the things that you expect Shah Rukh Khan to be. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I, I, I liked it. If you're going in to see Shah Khan, that's exactly what you get, you see Shah Rukhan. Yeah.
0: They
1: loved watching him and he was charismatic and annoying, but in a good way, I appreciated it. I'm gonna give him four Shah Rukhans out of negative five to five Shah Rukhans.
4: I almost deducted like 0.1 points off of it just because like he convulses when he cries and it's uncomfortable to look at, like his entire body yeah. shakes. But um, overall, just it, it, like Busim said, this is exactly what you want to get when you're paying for a Shah Nope. 5 out of 5. I, I love I loved all the The
0: interesting thing is I did not think this was a great Shah Rukh performance. I thought this was an extra Shah performance and I was distracted by his Shah in the movie. I thought at some places it felt out of place. So weirdly, this was not my favorite Shah Was he giving his Shah Rukh yeah. all? Yes, of course. It's what he's paid to do and that's precisely what Karan wanted from this movie, but I just felt like the character itself, the it just felt a little bit too much for me. Um, and I wanted him to maybe tone it down. If he took it down like half a notch, I would have probably given it a five out of five. The movie would have been my favorite. But I give it also three point five Sharhan's out of negative five to five. Yeah.
4: Apparently I'm the I'm the only Golwana who's staying. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I thought that I thought I thought that there were moments where it was understated, but I, I chopped that up to like the direction more than anything else. Mm. Um, there's like there's some dialogues when he's not doing like the overpowering Shah Rukh Khan thing. That yeah. he, um, I feel like he's, he's okay. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. yeah, great time. It's still a great time. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Wasim, thank you so much for doing this with us. It was delightful.
2: Though I appreciate you guys for, for having me. This was, this was super fun. Way more than I've ever discussed about a Bollywood movie or Shah Rukh Khan in any capacity. So, yeah, I, If you have any uh, other
1: movies that you have hot takes about, feel free to reach out. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: And you discussed it more than truly anybody should be discussing Shahan movies in this capacity, <laughs> but here we are.
4: Hey, could you explain what break my toes and break my back?
2: Yeah. I, really- <laughs> I I would want nothing more than to to spend the last seven percent of my laptop battery explaining that.
1: I guess Raheel's got a new search term.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, yeah, I um We'll, we'll have to have a separate uh, separate podcast for just weird kinks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Weird kinks, weird kinks own that only little boys who got harassed at Renata <laughs> <laughs> de from the 80s to the mid 90s. 100%. Understand. Well, thank you so much. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Although I feel like if you're listening to this, you already know who Basim Stark is, but go ahead. Plug you yourself.
2: Can, yeah, sure. No, you could find me on uh, on every platform, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, it's just Wasim Stark. W A S E E M S T A R K. I would tell you to go on Facebook, but if you're still on Facebook, I probably don't want to. If you're actively using the platform, <laughs> like for like social media, I probably don't want to be friends with you. So, <laughs> like, that's my cutoff.
4: Facebook. Where do you get your five G news from? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, well, thank you so much for doing this. As always, everybody can find us at Raju Podcast. That's it for us for Kalhono. Bye bye now.
1: Bye.
5: बदल रही है रूप जिंदगी है कभी कभी है धूप जिंदगी हर पल यहां जी भर जो है समां कल हो ना हो हर कभी had है in जिंदगी हर पल सोच